Welcome to Indie and Unsigned, a presentation of Zagnif Productions, LLC. Broadcasting live from beautiful Zagnif Studios in the heart of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, it is time for this week's episode of Indie and Unsigned, where we bring you tales of the independent entertainer on their way to the big time. Remember who you're listening to today, because you may see them on the big screen or hear them on the radio tomorrow. Hosted by yours truly, the legend in his own mind, the man, the myth, the mad karaoke DJ, Mr. Fingers. And without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Indie and Unsigned. Welcome to this week's edition of Indian Unsigned. I'm your host, Mr. Fingers D, Mad Karaoke DJ. We're coming to you live from the lab all the way in the heart of Gainesville, Virginia. And I have some very special guests. If you guys remember my very first guest last night in Carolina, they turned me on to these young men out of Alexandria. And I got two of them sitting here in studio today. Uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, Divine by Nights. Welcome to the studio, fellas. What's up, man? Oh, man. Uh, another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. So uh, tell me a little something about Divine by Night. Like, what What would the general public that is just now getting introduced to you for the first time want to know about you guys? You make music. <laughs> Write the occasional album, Marie P. So how, how long is, uh, when did you guys form the band? We formed it um, back in like 2015. We came together due to a series of a bunch of events that had failed other bands that we were involved with. And him, I, and a bunch of other people that are in the band just decided, yeah, we kind of have the same goal. And all the other stuff that we've done in the past hasn't worked out as well because either people have like had other interests with other genres of music Mm-hmm. Or it's like school was more important to them. Not to say it's a bad thing, but this was kind of more what we wanted to do with like our life. So we just decided to focus on that. Spent some time, worked on some songs, filmed a couple of music videos, and then we put them out. Okay. So this is essentially just about a, so just over three years, just under three years? Say just about two and a half. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Okay. And um, I'm checking out your stuff and uh i'm i'm very familiar with the genre um uh you know i followed some it's is it is it is it is it hard rock or is it more of a punk uh pop or what is what what is it now that you would dip to where you would classify yourselves i know you said hard rock i'm just kind of trying to get the feel because i uh you know like we came as romans and then um you guys know eric he was in uh lakeview yeah. and then set for tomorrow set for tomorrow yes thank you uh, so I'm very familiar with the genre. So how, how did you guys decide? Was that was that the genre that you guys were all interested in doing? Or did you did you guys like start out as a country combo and go, you know, this just this, this is not working? So how did how did that come about? I think we started off doing what is it polka polka music? Yeah, right? like post hardcore yeah. polka country, bluegrass, something like that. Oh, like the weird Al Yank, like the weird Al Yankovic medley. Yeah, yeah, but like Sweet. a little bit heavier. <laughs> just a little heavy just a little heavier on the rhythm guitar okay <laughs> getting all kinds of crazy yeah. I, I would say honestly um like we both enjoy heavy music and stuff that's more mainstream like uh katie parallel stuff but more obviously the heavier stuff is where we we tend to lean to when writing um and we've kind of figured out that 
a lot of people classify us as like hard rock with metal influence. So I'd say, yeah, we're either hard, if we are hard rock or like alternative metal, something like that. Okay. Okay. Alternative. Wait a minute. So at one point, at one point, metal was considered the alternative. The alternative yeah. And now you have alternative metal. So, so break that down for me a little bit. This is so hard to classify. Yeah. It's like, it's there's like, like genre so, within genre of like metal and hard rock. Easy to classify, hard to classify. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, well. Wow, I, I have nowhere to go. <laughs> you guys <laughs> threw me with that when I had nowhere to go with that. Um, but I, I mean, I've listened to what you. I've listened to what you put out. It doesn't really sound okay. You know what? I take that back because if you think of the genre now, granted, I have there's some, there might be a few years between me and you guys. Uh, Maybe just one or two. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, rock, rock. <laughs> When I was a man of your age, was you know um, Bon Jovi, that kind of thing. And now, of course, I'm hearing Bon Jovi on the oldie station, which makes me feel really sad. Uh, so now, rock has changed the things. The tempo has changed. actually with the, with what I'm hearing going on with the drums and the the rhythm line. It's almost like a combination of rock meets death metal but then the vocals are not you don't have a lot of the death metal vocals it's more of a pop vocal so is that would that be kind of where you're i'd say it's my pop vocals minus the auto tune i should say yeah i guess it's more of i'd say a, a public appeal mm-hmm. um we definitely don't have really heavy vocals um like more like the harsher screams and kind of by more aggressive sounding vocals per mm-hmm. se um but we definitely have heavier, heavier sounding guitars. It's kind of a weird kind of mix of both. Okay. Okay. And, and you guys, wow. So how long individually, how long have you guys been? Now, which one of you is, I did not break the James, you are the, you're the guitars, right? Yeah. Okay. A lead or, or rhythm, man? I'd say mostly rhythm lead when necessary. Okay. And then uh, RJ, you do. I do guitar and I sing in the band, so I do the vocals. Are you are you like the lead vocalist or which is? Yeah, you? yeah, I'm the only vocalist in the band right now. He'll he'll do like backing stuff, uh, okay, if I ever need it in in different scenarios too. But okay. yeah, I mean, uh, I pretty much do most of the vocals, rhythm guitar for most of the stuff, aside from when there needs to be like a a lead or a solo. But honestly, it's like I like to personally focus on rhythm more just because it's a lot easier for me to sing and play over, which is when he would take care of the lead stuff. So it works out well. Okay. We're kind of both, we like to, we don't really have set roles. It's just we're both guitarists in the band and whoever needs a part to take care of that, who, whoever's doing what needs to just do that, the other thing, you know. I got you. It makes things a little bit easier. I got you. I got you. Do you, uh, do, do you, um, you know, we live in a social media age. Um, everything, it's almost like being a musician, you live and you die by your following. Um, you know, it, it takes one bad tweet, one bad Facebook message or something like that to just totally annihilate your following. So, um, you guys managed to build up in the last couple of years, a pretty fairly decent following. I'd say, I'd say for, for where we are starting out now, for releasing music, we were pretty pretty happy with where it's at okay so so you're uh so so divide is the first album mm-hmm. okay yeah. okay who and, and who put together most of the uh 
the writing who who did most of the writing on that one it was just primarily us two yeah. okay so you guys are essentially the nucleus of the group yeah because the picture that the pictures that i've seen is like about four five of you and there's one guy in the corner hiding behind somebody <laughs> behind some like cardboard boxes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah i mean between between rj and i we pretty much do that's i mean i'd say 99 percent of the writing um our good friend sean helps us out with drums and then he helps out with all the production recording mixing mastering um but in terms of coming up with lyrics melody guitar bass okay some drums um just between him and i okay um now is this now the thing with it since it's just primarily youtube that um is it one of those deals where like with um with eric and christian where you guys are basically the band and then when you play live you get people to to work with you yeah it's kind of yeah okay so you, you you're not you're you don't you don't have so you two are the only permanent members of the band you don't really have any other permanent members yet yeah, okay. I think that's that's kind of a fair way to put it. Well, yeah, it's like they're in the band, but they're there more for the live aspect. We'll, okay. we'll take care of all the writing and everything. But okay, yeah, I got you, I got you. And you said that the new album is entitled. No, wait, is out? Is an EP? It's an EP. Yeah, it's an EP. Um, I had a chance to listen to it. Everything's tight. Um, I think the um the production. The production is very tight and because sometimes sometimes you can sometimes you can write a, a grammy worthy song and um the production will kill you the, the production will completely kill your uh will kill your project i think the production is tight i think uh who is the drummer who's you guys drummer um sean actually he does all most of the drum writing and stuff we yeah. will kind of write out the drums and sit there and kind of figure out what would work best for a part and we'll kind of throw into him because he's done all the mixing and mastering he's i'm almost like a third member but not really he's involved with a little bit of the writing as far as the drums go but he's mm -hmm. a drummer himself so it's very easy for him to go okay you know i need to do this and this and this for like parts and stuff and we'll just go from there so it's been pretty easy because we'll write a part we'll like program it and then we'll just say hey can you maybe do something like this and then he'll go ahead and make it okay i, I i'm glad you said program because i was i was i've been listening to that and i was like uh listening to you say yeah we write out the drum part and i'm thinking to myself they actually sheet music and <laughs> you know we'll sit there with like a little akai mini and just figure out parts and stuff just bang on one key at a time because yeah. we don't i don't play drums obviously i do guitar mm. and it just sit there and just start poking Pretty much just pressing buttons until it sounds good. Yeah, and we'll give it to him, and then he'll do whatever drum magic he does on his side. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, he's just killing. It. I don't. I, I still, I play enough drums to to um, you know, every now and again I might be able to throw a, a, um, a, you know, but double double crushing and. Mm -mm. It's and then and throwing and throwing throwing the toms is like even if it's just a basic set with a snare, uh, a snare, a crash, a kick, and a tom. If I have to go outside of the, the three main, I'm stuck. If even if I just had to go, doom tats, doom tats, hit the tom. I quit. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> See, but you can do that. I can't. I literally can't keep yeah. a rhythm like that. I can't sync it up with my feet. All the rhythms in my hands. Mm. So that that's why I kind of lean towards the string stuff like banjo yeah so uh what's 
<laughs> yeah, it, it, it helps. It helps sometimes because I've run across I've run across some uh, bands where every member of the band plays at least three instruments, and so they're all kind of interchangeable. I actually um, sang with a band that prior to me joining them, they used to do a bit where they mid song, like halfway through a verse, this one would slide off the lead vocals and jump on the keys and the keyboard player would slide over on the drums and the bass player would, I mean, it was nuts to watch. And then they're like, yo, you need to get in on this. And I'm like, yeah, cause I just play piano. So (laughs) (laughs) y'all got two keyboard players. What I'm going to do? Come on, man, move. Nah, man, we ain't playing no duet. This ain't Scott Joplin. We good. So yeah. So kudos to those guys that can, but I, I can relate to you being like, yeah, nah, Sean, you, you drums, you, you drums, pretty much, yeah. You drums, me guitar, we're good. Can you please sit over there and and do something? Exactly. So, uh, and I've heard there are six songs on the EP. Um, I've already got my favorite. I'll, I'll I'll clue you in on that later. Oh yeah, we definitely want to know that one. Yeah, uh, I've got my favorite, and we're gonna. I think what we're gonna do right now is uh, we're gonna play one of your songs here. And the first one you said you wanted to hear is Home. So you guys break down Homes for us a little bit. I just didn't say that was kind of the spark that ignited the whole EP. Um, uh, you know, a few years back, kind of the the way the song starts out with that clean guitar part, that's kind of ethereal sounding. Um, we were just sitting together, and I literally just kind of came up with that, just strumming the guitar. And from there, I think we came out with, with an outline and, almost full instrumentals for the song in what, maybe a week or two? Yeah, like about a week and a half. We just kind of sat there and figured out. It was kind of easy for everything to come together. And as he said, it was the first song that we'd ever done. So it was the first time him and I had actually really figured out how we were going to write songs and how we've written all the songs, at least for this EP and a couple other songs that we're still in the making. It's actually very non-traditional. We'll write the instrumentals first and then we'll layer the vocals on. But since I do sing in the band and I am playing guitar, it's a little bit easier for me to just kind of already write out like simpler parts or how I want to make a verse or a chorus sound that I can sing and play over pretty easily. So it's like I already have something in mind ready to go for it, but I just haven't like figured it out yet, if that makes sense. It's all. No, it, it makes it makes complete sense. You guys are I, I gave you the, the nickel tour of my recording studio. We're, we're sitting. This is this is two thirds of it. And the other third is sitting over there. I've had. um. I did an EP myself last year and the lead single came to me. The bass line came to me first and I just got my phone and recorded a voice memo of the, you know, vocally record, put together how I wanted the bass to go. And once I put that down and the drum track came behind it and then I had some strings. And so I I, I completely understand. And there's other times where I've got to get pen and paper and scribble the stuff down. Yeah. I'd say like Ableton, Reaper, like Pro Tools, all that stuff really isn't what we use to write most of the EPU is just voice memo on an iPhone because we'd sit there and go, oh, okay, that's a cool idea. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So old, old school song, old <laughs> yeah. school songwriting, you know, they sitting just record in... on there. I know some people still use like task games or like little cassettes and stuff like that too. Oh, yeah. I, I had one up until not too terribly long ago, one of those little voice recorders that had the little micro cassette. Uh, yeah, exactly. it, it, this was easy. this was before they started coming up. SD cards still had the little micro cassettes in it. I think I just not too long ago got rid of it. <coughs> Excuse me, bought it from uh, 
Bought it from Radio Shack for like 18 bucks. Rip Radio yeah. Shack. Yeah. <laughs> Gone too soon. R.I.P. Radio Shack. Mm, excuse me. Rip Circuit City, though. That's the real one. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That was sad. I mean, so Circuit City was Circuit City was huge when I was a kid. And to go into Circuit City and see it just picked completely clean, like a drumstick at a, yeah. a like a drumstick at a family reunion. Cook out. I know we're getting on topic about stuff going out of business. Rest in peace, Toys R Us. Yeah, rip Toys R Us, hard rip on them. Man, I used to remember going there for Black Friday, even like Circus City with my dad. And why would go there and Why would you go to Toy, Toys R Us on Black Friday? Why would you? Why do not? That? As a kid, it's like you got like that ten dollar allowance. One of the worst ideas I've ever heard. Okay, as a kid, <laughs> as a kid, okay. Yeah, I, don't, I you, haven't gone as an adult though. Yeah, see, you and I, there's some there's some age difference between us here, and <laughs> I've already, uh, I, I'm I'm still in a food hangover from the day before. And then I'm going Black Friday and stand in line with like 1,800 people. Have you not seen some of the craziness that goes on on Black Friday? I used to work for Walmart. I was going to say, oh, yeah, man. Walmart. That's I the used real to challenge work, is going I there. used to work for Walmart, and it's been 33 years since I worked for Walmart. I had to think about that. That scared me. It's been 33 years since I worked for Walmart. I was a sophomore in high school. Do the math. They might be able to figure out how old I am. Uh, I was a sophomore in high school. And the brand new toy then was called Teddy Ruxpin. I don't even know if you guys know what the hell a Teddy Ruxpin is, but um, I know GI Joe. Not yeah. Well, Transformers were still pretty hot then, and Cabbage Patch Kids. But Teddy Ruxpin was a new toy, and we got mobbed. We got mobbed for Teddy Ruxpin. Every time we put out a, a pallet of them, they'd be gone. I mean, you put the pallet out. And before you could get the plastic off, people were reaching and trying to grab them. That's crazy. And then Jeez. you just have to roll back around to the trailer and they would make us wait. They'd be like, no, just wait a little bit. They'll walk around. Because the whole plan was, I'm, I'm deviating from, from the story, the story of the album. We could come, we could come back, I promise. <laughs> it's come full circle. Hey, look, just back. so you know, when you get older, get ready for it. Because it's going to start happening. And you, you'd be like... Yeah, you know, I was having a great time, and 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 we were all at the party, and then you know that reminds me of one time I lost a shoe. I don't know what happened to it. If that kind of thing <laughs> will happen to you. They would make us wait though, because if you put them all out, once they're all gone, people have gotten what they come for, and they pay and they leave. If you hold on to them, people still got to come through. Yeah. If you yeah. hold on to them, people are still looking for them. You give it about five minutes or so, and say, "Yeah, we got to go see if we can find some more in the back," and they'll wait while you. Look for them in the back, even though I'm in the back and I'm looking right at them. Yeah. <laughs> and so they and so they walk around and they spend a couple dollars on other stuff. Because retail, oh, man, retail hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Retail has not changed not a bit. A bit. Oh, like, I, I, I take it I'm speaking to two retail veterans here. Oh yeah, it's like, hey, you uh, you got this in stock in the back? Sure, let me double check for you. Walk back there, mess with my phone for five minutes, and then walk out. Sorry, yeah. we don't have it. Mm-hmm. It's like you you can ask me, do you have this back there? If I say no. Trust me, it ain't back. Especially there. as a guy who like works in inventory, but does sales <coughs> occasionally. For me, it's like I already know what we have like off the back of my hand. So I'll tell a customer, be like, "Hey, you know, fortunately we don't have this." Like, oh, can you can you go double check? I'm like, sure. And I go back there, walk back out. You it know, gives, yeah, you know what though? It, it gives you the they like, please ask me if I can go check. Yeah, I can go. <laughs> I can go in the back. Right, I can go in the back like, and drink a soda. Please, please. Yeah. What are you doing? Customer asked me to look for something. <laughs> okay, we'll get out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, why aren't you looking for it? Because we don't, we have, don't it. have it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
But uh, yeah, so homes, that's where we were. I, I haven't gotten completely old yet because I didn't. I, I'm not even gonna lie. I had to look and cheat over here. We're talking about homes, <laughs> but uh, homes is the lead single off the EP. Second single. Oh, second. it's the second yeah, single. Second single. Why you got me started with the second single? You don't want me to start with the first one. Oh, you start with the first really? one. Okay, yeah. so what's the first one? Is what? Uh, that's worthless. Worth worthless. Okay, so tell me about. Okay, I'll play it. Since you got my head messed up, right, you got right. me. You drew a whole story out of it. <laughs> I thought we were connected, man. I told you my whole story about my Walmart experience. Man, I'm still going to count for that. I had real like, bad PTSD yeah. for a long time. Said, and it felt like home. All right, and speaking it, of homes, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so here is the lead single off Divide, off Divide by Divine by Night, and it is entitled Worthless. Enjoy.
it caught me by surprise. No, I'm playing. I was too busy trying to give my man RJ some uh, serious dap on that guitar solo right there. That was worthless. I started to say that was worthless by Indian Unsigned. That was worthless by Divine by Night. I'm Mr. Fingers the Mad Karaoke DJ. <laughs> we are here on Indian Unsigned. Hang on just a second. Pause for the call. Station identification. You're currently listening to the sounds of Indie and Unsigned, hosted by Mr. Fingers, the Mad Karaoke DJ. Yes, and I cut my own, I cut my own promos too. I am a man. Look, I'm a one-stop shop. I got it all right here. Just bam, 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 done. Oh, like I said, we're here with RJ and James from Divine by Night, based out of Alexandria, Woodbridge, Occoquan, Fredericksburg. All the all the above. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pimmy Hills with it. Yeah, depending on but, so, but you're gonna have to pick a you're gonna have to pick a set to rep, man. You can't be you can't be that. You got to pick one, pick one. Okay, that may be the bad bad, bad choice Alla, of words. Woodbridge. You're not rep, repping no set, but you got to pick a spot to rep, man. You said Alla Woodbridge Quan. Yeah, Alla Woodbridge Quan. What the hell is Alla Woodbridge Quan? Alla, Alla Wood Quan. That's, that's like doing. that's like Chris Mohana Kwanzaa. <laughs> Gang, celebrate all the holidays. Yeah, everyone wants a party. Peace, love, and, and love. Peace and love and chicken grease. Peace and love. Uh, chicken grease. Yeah, I'm just shocked. Oh, see, that's how I know y'all are young. Y'all ain't even heard that. That's like 25 years old. Um, some shouts to some folks I see watching that I need to shout to here. I see my boy Jimmy uh checking us out. Uh what's up, Jimmy? Um, my home, my homie, my homie Kenny, aka just wait, who was on here um two weeks ago and Burn the studio, just burn the studio down. Killed the, uh, killed the beat jack, uh, Tupac beat jack. Um, Hector, 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 and I have worked together at several different venues. Um, and uh, my lovely missus, the lovely missus fingers, and last but certainly not least, um, I hosted, I, I host every summer at the Fairfax Fair a karaoke championship. Uh, when the winner gets fifteen hundred dollars, there's one young lady who has. Uh, labored very steadfastly to join the very exclusive winners club. And last night she cracked the glass ceiling and got there. Lauren, how you doing? Love you, baby. I, I got to give you props. You never quit trying and you got it last night. And I hope you enjoy it. Enjoy it. Like the Caps are enjoying that Stanley Cup right now. You enjoy that. Um, I got to hop on that, man. I can use 15. Hey, who couldn't? <laughs> I have days and I'm like, you know what? Did I pay rent? Yeah. <laughs> like, I could put that in the kids' college fund. <laughs> I mean, put it in my vacation fund. Um, there you go. And 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 hold on. And we're back. All right. So what's what's good, guys? How y'all doing? The, to, to the people that are just tuning in, y'all say a little something. something. Intr introduce yourselves to the folks again real quick. That's RJ. He plays guitar and sings. That's James. He plays guitar and occasionally sings when needed. And I'm the black guy in the corner. Hey, how y'all so, doing? How y'all doing? Uh, so what interesting projects do you guys have in the future with um, regard to the release of your EP? Uh, I'd say we have videos, playthrough videos, content pretty much literally all summer throughout the yeah, I did see tons the of, I, stuff. Yeah, I did see the um the live stream. He gave me the link for that. <laughs> and I didn't find out why am I just now finding out today, the day that I'm supposed to have you in here to interview, that you guys have filmed one or two videos. I think we've done we've done three that's three videos, music videos for original songs. Okay. We have one video for kind of a 
say we can call I guess we can call the cover song. I, yeah, it's gonna be a cover what song. Co- what cover? Uh well that wouldn't be a surprise. Okay. It's, it's All right, fair, fair enough. Again. It's uh, fair enough. Classify classified information, need to know basis. I got you. Um then we we film kind of as going guitar playthroughs. Yeah. Almost like kind of like how to play or watch us play for all five of the guitar oriented songs on the on the record. Um, but then y'all are just straight setting it up for when y'all blow up, huh? Be like, okay, hi, I'm cross. James, and this is RJ, and we are Divine by Night. Here's how to play the chords on Worthless. Yeah, I mean, we, we just figured it'd be cool. Like, it looked cool, I guess, when we were filming the music video, just looking back at it. And the guy, Colin Shepard, who filmed everything, he's done all the videos for us, both lyrically, uh, except for the playthrough videos. That was our boy Pez. At, is it Wolf? Wolfang Wolf films. Wolfang films. Yeah. I think I've heard of. Maybe I'm. I'm not even lying. It sounds so much like Wolf Trap. Maybe that's. Yeah, Wolf Trap. <coughs> that's a cool place. Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Bon, Wolfgang Puck. The chef. The famous chef. So, um, tell me a little bit about the video, like where it was filmed, what it was like, you know, being a part of have having that experience. Was that like the first time either of you had ever been part of a? So um, filming the video. And so that one was that was the third, was one, the we third did. one we did. Or actually was, fourth if we count the cover video. Yeah. As it kind of as the whole like spectrum of the video filming was I mean definitely a huge learning experience for us. The um the video we did for homes, that was actually the first video we kind of planned out and shot. That was by far the most work um that we've done. It's like probably for the entire record. Yeah. <laughs> for everything. That was that was kind of two days of just, as we can call it, hell, but totally worth it. Then the second video that we did, just a little bit more work, better planning, I'd say. And then the one that we did for Worthless was the last video that we did, which was the easiest single day shoot. It was maybe, I'd say, about five minutes away from my house, the location. So super easy to get equipment there, kind of set up shop and film. Um, so that was by far the easiest. And that was just... I mean, that was kind of an all-day just fun shoot, having kind of friends around to film. Um, and just pretty much just jamming out for like eight hours straight. So, so, I mean, and one of the things with videos is you have to film, like, let's say you got the whole band, right? You have to film one angle, camera, like camera, like uh, scenario one, the band playing. And then you got inside that scenario, okay, we got close-ups on RJ. We got close-ups on James. We got close-ups on the drummer. And that's all four different shoots that you have to do yeah. with that same song. So essentially you're filming the whole song. You think all these, you think there's like 89 cameras going. You just got one camera on RJ for yeah. four and a half minutes. And he just you're just mugging for the camera and pretty much, yeah. And yeah. then you got the band, and you got the whole band is mugging for the camera. Then you got the individual shoots where like you're trying to look all tough leaning up on the wall or wherever you are standing on top yeah, of a yeah, car. Yeah. So <clears throat> it is a lot of work that goes in it. I, and it's like you do you do that like five times for one lens and you do another four, five times for a different lens and you do that for everybody. So it doesn't seem like it's a long, long process, but I, I mean, honestly, through like all the videos when we filmed everything, I think we spent, I know homes, we uh, spent about four hours, four to five hours just filming the house scenes and stuff. But for Worthless, when we filmed there, I mean, we started, I think it was like 
12 o'clock. We didn't, we started setting up at like 12 o'clock. I didn't start filming till about. Actually, I think we started like filming two. like 12. No, I think, like, I think we started filming at 12. Started setting up around Something. 11 because we, uh, we filmed um, our drummer parts first. Um, filmed him the three or four takes or so. Yeah. It was about 30 minutes to an hour. But then we didn't wrap wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. 30 minutes to an hour just to film the drummer? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a lot of work. We didn't, yeah. we, we started when it was broad daylight, finished when it was like just going like to be, I guess like the dark blue, it turns yeah, out when there's like no lights around. Okay. From setup to full takedown, maybe 11 o'clock to about 9 o'clock at night roughly. Mm. So it's pretty Wow, long. well you guys, well then you guys got off light because if you were fem- filming a feature film, director would be like, all right, that's a wrap for the day. We got to shoot this at least six more times a month. Why? For what? Yep. Because of the continuity. Because you got to have the same amount of light in every shot. So Unless you're Michael Bay. Just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Just explosions. Yes. And now, from the man who brought you the Transformers, a story of love. I'll love you forever. I'll love you too. By the power vested in me, I now pronounce you man and <laughs> stuff starts blowing up and yeah, no, that's, that's every movie. <clears throat> Insert obvious sexual innuendo. Yeah, I do. I, you know what? I, didn't he do Battleship? Was that him? I I yeah, think so. He had yeah, to have. Yeah. I, that's the one I haven't seen yet. I've seen. He it. had to have done Battleship, and it was almost the scene where the aliens came in was almost exactly as the scene where the Decepticons came in. I kind of was waiting for there to be some kind of tie-in between the Transformers and the battleship. But, I, I heard they were thinking Megatron about Megatron just that. pops out of the ocean. Mm-hmm. I know they set up for a sequel, too, that, like, just didn't happen. Mm. Well, fun fact. Fun fact. The um, disabled veteran who was the uh, going through therapy that wound up fighting with the aliens at the end of the movie was actually the garrison commander at Fort Belvoir. He was actually an active oh, duty sorry. soldier, uh, double amputee, a Purple Heart, Silver Star, double amputee, who I think just not too long ago recently retired, but he was still in, he was still active duty and on active duty at Fort Belvoir. I think he took him, took command right after the movie came out. Nice. I ain't never Shout wait, to him. Where you going? I ain't never seen me an alien before. You ever seen you an alien? I don't know. I might have to. I might have to pull his card. I won't say which card. You know the card. I might have to pull his card because you know generally we tend to go in the opposite direction. Where you going? I mm, where you going? I'm going that way. I don't want to know what the hell that is up there. I'm staying right down here where I'm safe. I'm getting away from here. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, man. I, I, and that was something that took me a long time to realize because I used to think, oh, this would be cool. I tried to film a. I tried to film a video. I think it's locked away in the vault. Like, like, like Disney. They like, well, they let Pinocchio. They they released Pinocchio for two weeks, and then it goes back in a Disney vault. I had to see a letter away in the vault because it it I, I showed it publicly once or so, and um, yeah, I got roasted for it. So <laughs> it went, but there's a lot of work involved in that. So kudos to you guys for. I mean, you have put in all this work just on an EP. Yeah. yeah, you know, you um, what is it? Five songs in a, five songs in an interlude. Yeah, yeah. four songs in inter and four songs and an interlude into a fifth. If you put that much work in on the EP, have you been gigging anywhere at all? Or we definitely plan to. We've kind of, kind of our whole mentality with it was, 
let's take our time let's do it right the best way possible pretty mm-hmm. much make the best you know the best songs we could put real money into it yeah i mean pretty much so this, this is all out of pocket no no kickstarter no kickstarter no go, uh, go yeah, fund everything no parents no anything parents, else no it's literally just us getting jobs working and, and writing and working and wait you said no parents how old are you guys i'm 22 okay i turned 20 back in december yeah, 22. Okay. yeah i'm 22. you had to think about it <laughs> you might be older than you look <laughs> Uh, it's your birthday. How old are you today? Damn, how old am I? Wait a minute. Hold on. Six carry two. Subtracting. I'm not getting social security yet, so I must be under 65. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You said no parents. And I was like, wait a minute, are you guys high schoolers or whatever? I don't know. But anyway, y'all you do know, y'all do look like I y'all. mean, they like support us and everything, but we wanted to if if we were gonna do this, we wanted to do it ourselves hundred percent just to prove that we could. And I don't know. Part of the fun struggle, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't want to deal with any pain back any debts too with other people. So, oh, oh yeah. god, yeah. yeah no, the record, the record, in, the record industry can be a cruel mistress. <laughs> some people have found out, and some people have found out. But um, and my wife in the comment section says, uh, definitely keep putting in work. Hard work pays off. Um, you know, we know a few people that have put some work in uh actually one of my first my second guest actually moved up here seven or eight years ago was a karaoke faithful joined the blues band and last year was nominated for independent the band that she put together uh was nominated for independent music award for their debut album like they did i mean granted theirs was they, they 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 did some out of pocket and they had some kickstarter money but i mean they put a lot a lot a lot of work in to make that happen so um you guys sound like you're very very serious about your your uh your craft and that's uh that's impressive that's 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 almost the fertilizer to the you know you can plant the seed you can water and all that but you got to have the fertilizer so that's like the 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 root of the plant yeah, to, to be, I'd say it's a lot like woodworking. Like you gotta, you take a blank piece of wood, you just start shaping it. Gotta make sure it doesn't like warp or anything. And then once it's done with all like the finishing touches and whatever stains you got done, it's just like you're so proud of it. And I mean, that's the thing. It's like when we did this, we were, didn't go okay, like let's write something that people might like. We were just writing that what we pretty much wanted to write, which is why I think we write so good. Um, just because like when we were writing everything it was almost like instantaneously like we didn't really have too much of a struggle writing everything and we had the same goal of just we wanted to write some songs and if people like them great if people don't then i mean that's awesome like they still checked it out we were just doing this just to do it you know and we wanted okay. to do it well okay it's like yeah man let's let's get together write some music you know we ain't doing nothing and all hey did we did we just win a grammy yeah i mean but we're very serious about like you know yeah, that well, that's good though, man. I I I like you touched on something, and that I like I like that attitude. It's it's you know you you did it because you wanted to. You didn't you didn't do it for somebody else. You didn't you didn't do it for your for your followers. You didn't do it for the gram. You didn't do it for the vine. You did it for you guys. And in the process of doing it, now you're starting to gain a little momentum and get some followers. So that's um that's. <clears throat> yeah, y'all have to excuse me. Um I'm impressed. Uh this is my first time meeting you guys. I've I've you know we've communicated back and forth. I've 
I, I am impressed with you two young men so far. And uh, that leads me to the next song that we're going to play. And this one is entitled Holmes. Yep. So tell us a little bit about Holmes. Um, I guess kind of quick recap from before. Um, I mean, that was kind of the spark that started with the little guitar part. But then kind of, kind of going from there, as it was a song that both RJ and I thought was, I mean, I think it's both, both of our favorite songs off the record. Yeah, so, it has the most personal meaning to me, both lyrically and, I mean, it, since it's the first song that we did together, it has a lot of meaning through that too as well. It's pretty much the spark of DBN, I'd like to think. Yeah, it was. You've already acronymized your name. I don't even know if I pronounced that correctly. I don't have divine by night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, DBN, baby. Lots, lots of words to say. (laughs) KFC, baby. (laughs) KFC. Okay. There's others. Oh, okay. Touche. I'm just saying, you guys have been together two and a half. You know, KFC was in existence for a long time before they became KFC. But have they made a single yet? No, but you can get a two-piece and a biscuit for about $3.55, if I'm not mistaken, every first Thursday of the month before 8 o'clock or something like that. I just made that up. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Divine by Night with Holmes. Thank you. 
Divine by now. Oh, my bad. DBN. DBN. <laughs> With Holmes. And that now that's that's not the first video now, is it? Because the single we played earlier, Worthless, that's the first single. That's the out. first single we released, yeah. That's the first single you released. I guess I just asked that because, like I said, uh, I, I tell my, your publicist forgot to let me know to check out your video. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm checking out your, your, um, your live stream on YouTube and you know how you have the preview over here on the right hand side. And I was like, they got videos too. They, girl, they got videos too. So I, I didn't get a chance to check them out because you, you know, hit me up and told me that you had pulled up. But um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, fellas. Definitely good stuff. Those of you just joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's edition of Indie and Unsigned. I'm your host, Mr. Fingers, the man, karaoke DJ. I got my man James and RJ in here from Divine by Night. What's up? And uh, we've listened to a couple of their singles so far. Uh, we talked about some making videos and working in retail and uh, uh, more, um, in, uh, musicians that play multiple instruments. And uh, so what I, what I want to know is, fellas, and if I asked this question before, just charge it to that whole thing about the, the old age memory. Um, where would you like to see yourself from where you are right now? Because you are way for a couple of years in, you guys are way ahead of where a lot of people are a couple of years in. <laughs> a couple of years in, a lot of bands I know are, y'all, please, excuse me, coughing. It's spring in. I don't know what is going on. <coughs> what's going on. <clears throat> and I got the tickle in the back of my throat and it won't go away i hope you're not a germaphobe i got uh sanitizer if you want some he's like because every time i cough he just kind of leans a little bit just pulls <laughs> over yeah he's like ah you got that sars dude whenever i get sick like especially for like making like demos or anything like that mm -hmm. like i just shut down for like a month because if i get sick once it's like it's it's either like over it's in it. three days or it's like i'm still sick for a month it's it's the worst because i can't practice vocals when i'm sick because you you can mess your voice up like that Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah don't say i just gotta close up shop just sit there in a the corner so i'm the opposite like i said i just turn that shit off yeah <laughs> no, nope. do it. I can't, nope. do cough drops and night quote got you covered bam right done but you guys are far far ahead of where a lot of bands are two years in a lot of bands are they've either gone through about seven drummers and three bassists or um they're still arguing oh who's gonna do what on who or they you know um they haven't recorded anything or they don't have any money to record anything or they're trying to find somebody to uh, try to find somebody to let them play uh, at an open mic or something like that. Uh, you guys are ahead of the game by and far by a good stretch. So let's just say it's 2018. Where would you guys like to see yourselves by, oh, say 2021, like three years down the road? I, I know that's a little bit to think about because you're still trying to get things you know, popping right now, but where would you like to see yourselves three years from now? That's a good question. I mean, for me personally, it's all about goal setting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Knowing kind of, you know, I mean, I already have, cause I know we, we play to each other's strengths. So I mean, mm -hmm. he's kind of more of the like 
Beethoven, Creative Einstein. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I'll, I'll work more with kind of managerial and all of that, all of that stuff. Um, so, I mean, I have the rest of 2018 planned out. I have certain, I have certain goals. It's not, even, of, it's not even, we're not even done with Junior. You've already got 2018 mapped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and from when we released the first video, the first post on Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff, we had everything planned out. Oh, yeah. I, I have, I mean, I have, I have two calendars in my basement. I have one, literally every single media post planned out for the next month. Second po- or second calendar is, you know, all the all the stuff that we're doing, you know, podcasts, interviews, all that. Pretty much boom on that calendar. Yeah, like, well, we got days for when we need yeah. to have stuff done for do you, making do music do, and stuff. Do you do, like, can, can you train, oh, say, two, two people, <laughs> um, you know, between the ages of like 16 and 18, to 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 Do be that, that organized. I'm still trying I, you myself. know, I, I've been try, I've been trying. I I have I mean, tried. It's like so, task number one. Sometimes, it's, sometimes. I mean, we still we still fight with make up the bed. You know, that's where we. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still fighting with that too. <clears throat> it's like I wake up, bed room can wait. Music time. But you got your entire social media schedule planned out for the band for the entire month. Yep. Even during like the weeks, like just yeah, at least for the have weeks, it, have it down to set times, set posts. Like, hey, we got to post what two o'clock, post, seven what o'clock. picture we're gonna post. Yeah, literally everything's down to like down to detail. Yeah, like you know, he'll do the calendar, but he'll come up with like the general idea over like a notebook. So, so still what's your what's right your post notes. gonna be for like July fourth? July fourth. Happy July fourth. <laughs> That's a good one. That one, I wish I had a picture. Seriously, don't pull out your phone. If you have you have a post for July fourth, I'm I, I I'm just gonna be like, you know what, get out. <laughs> just, <laughs> But no, I've never. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't. Te- do you do that guy like a little just a little touch OCD? Maybe uh, I'm giving you a hard time. Don't 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 be mad. About I, honestly, I mean, probably a little bit. Yeah. Okay, it's more it's it's more of kind of a if, you, if you're gonna do this, you have to be organized and have a plan. Yeah. Okay, it's more of it's more for, of a uh, I like to have it planned out. For like, I just my just my stress levels. I'm just trying I to stay you. like focused and healthy, doing all of it. Uh, okay, fair enough. Micro I, goals to have things done so we can move forward and progress through the yeah. next thing and the next step or whatever we have to do. I'm, you know, I'm, can... I'm, I'm more and more impressed with you guys. The more I talk to you, I was just gonna say the reason I asked you about the OCD is because uh, Facebook actually has a feature with your fan pages where you can schedule your posts. You can you can sit down. And in 30 minutes, write up a bunch of posts and then say, publish this, this date, et cetera. So it'll automatically post it for oh, you. Oh, it does that. <laughs> it's already done. For, oh, oh, oh. I think the, uh, kind of the way I do it is I'll schedule it out about, for about a month going pretty much two weeks into release mm-hmm. and then two weeks after release. Okay. Write out all the posts pretty much two weeks beforehand. And then Dude, I, near the end, just reset, do it again. I've, I've got, I've got nothing. I I've got nothing because I I thought <coughs> excuse me I thought I gotta find the cough drops I thought that I was one of the few people that was kind of privy to that I used to use take full advantage of that when I was hosting karaoke full time but dude you guys wow DBN ladies and gentlemen I'm I'm on I'm on the acronym train now DBN in the building James and RJ. My name's already an acronym. It's just an R and a J. Well, man, yeah, I I got a I got a, my son's an acronym too. So, but uh, well, he's a something. I'm not exactly sure. Love you just the same, son. 
<laughs> 12, 12 months in a few days. You know what I'm counting down to, right? Oh, no. Wait a minute. He's 16. Oh. <laughs> wait for it. No. Um, so, I don't, I, gosh, I mean, you guys, do you have any gigs? You said you plan on gigging at some point. Do you have any leads on where you might want to go and do some things? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I said we can't, this one we can't really talk about. We're hoping to play up gotcha. north, up north um, around Northern Virginia, hopefully in October with a friend of ours. Okay. Um, and then, of course, I mean, we're going to, you know, kind of reach out to local booking agents and promoters um, about playing, you know, D.C., Richmond. And then kind of from there, we'll try to expand out towards, you know, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, North Maryland, Carolina, South Carolina, Maryland, okay. New Jersey. Um, and kind of just work our way out, just expand in like a circle. Trying to like okay. head towards the acoustics, East Coast. Acoustic sets, maybe? Like maybe acoustic breakdowns of some of your stuff? Uh, actually, yeah. That's that's uh, something we're definitely working on. Yeah, October. I I can't give a hard day. I might switch some things up, but you got to check your calendar first, yeah. anyway, before you say. I think it's oh, October. See, no, see. wait, that's September. No, that's September when see we how do good that. My, see how good my memory is. October eighteenth, sixteenth. Wait a minute. You wrote it down. Y'all didn't see what I saw. He pulled up his phone, pow, hit it. You, you, so you actually wrote it down. Is oh, he wrote you... it down on a notepad, right? And then yeah. he took a picture of it. Why didn't you just type out a note? Um, In case this thing gets destroyed. Analog, man. That's how you do it. Yeah. No, if the, if... Of course, that was my one thing I was worried about was my phone getting destroyed. You... And guess what I lost? My notebook. <laughs> so... Good thing I got a picture of it. Just got to back up on the cloud, back up on the like, book. No, no one can see. No one can see that on the camera unless I don't know if you're tech, technologically out, but it's like, boom, DBA, DBN 2018 plan. There you go. You saw all the releases. Everything. There you go. Yeah. There you That's... go. Let us know in the comments if you want to listen to a specific thing early because we will send it to you. You can read it. Yeah. You no, if you can, if you can, if somehow someone can read that, DM us because yeah, we'll just send you everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you already know yeah. it. <laughs> no point. It's done. Yep, we're going to 2019. You ever you ever have a conversation, listening public? You ever have a conversation with somebody, and they say something just mess your brain up? <laughs> okay, we gonna rewind about maybe maybe a minute and a half into this conversation, <laughs> and I said you wrote notes and then you took pictures of them, and he said yes, and I said why didn't you just type out a note? And he said, well, what if my phone gets destroyed? I'm still trying to wrap my head around that right now because I'm sitting here right now like, why the hell did I think of that? Yes. <laughs> it like, yeah, it all comes full, full circle. I was worried my phone getting destroyed. Notebook's gone. Phone gets destroyed? Gonna find notebook. Yeah. Phone gets destroyed. I sent the pictures to my friend. There we go. I'm just yeah. saying, did you find the notebook? You, have, you, you have full permission to control DBN, though. Yeah. Because. That's kind of scary. It's you know. kind of like, um, uh, Letting somebody make a voodoo doll of you, you know what I mean? I know. You will dance and sing now. Ha ha ha. No, I don't want to play worthless. Voodoo again. dolls are real, hundred percent. My my dad swears by it. Cause he, like he, he got one as a joke, did one thing, and it's like and it happened. It's like, well, I'm gonna never touch this thing again. It just has stuff in a drawer somewhere, man. I think you have to 
I think I think you have to have at least a modicum of belief in it in order for it to work. Because if you don't believe in it, then you know, then it does you no good. I, mean, he, I think he got it from New Orleans, and if you go to New Orleans, oh, yep, cra- cra- oh. crazy old lady comes oh, up and says, man. "You are unclean, man. You are unclean. You need to get that fixed, bro. You gotta just bleach it." Mm. Nah, man, that mm. anything that happens in New Orleans and you take it home, it's a hundred percent real. No, it's not. It's got to be. No, it's not. It has to be. <laughs> That's like saying just because it's, it's real because I saw it on the internet. But what if it like actually happened though with the voodoo doll? Coincidence, man. That's just like saying, that's just like the man at the barbershop saying, no, nah, dog, this is not a bootleg copy of Black Panther. Swear to God, I just it <laughs> fell off the truck and my cousin brought me like 50 of them. It's the real genuine article. I just put some labels on it because I wanted people to think they would see these in case I had got picked up by the cops. Like the cops couldn't take the DVD and stick it in there and see it was a bootleg DVD. Nah, it's a genuine DVD. It's got to be real. It's got to be, be, be real. It came from New Orleans. But it says Pink Panther on it. Nah, it's got to be real, man. It's got to be real. It came from New Orleans. It says Made in China. Nah, but an old lady gave it to me in the green green shop. Wow, Steve Martin in this. <laughs> Directed by Michael Bay. You're right. <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> you blew up my shop. I cuss you now. Oh my God, I'm gonna die. Why? Because she's from New Orleans. She gotta be real. <laughs> she got a voodoo doll. It is. It's like, it, we just brought the whole thing back around. James is like, I've totally lost control of this conversation. That's not in my notes. Know, it's not it's in not, my notes. Something else. I am planning for this. Did not plan out. for this. Oh my God. Well, fellas, we we kind of up against we kind of up against the hour here, but I definitely want to drop uh I definitely want to drop fade and let people take a look uh a look at it. You supposed to take a look at it on radio. I'm playing it. Look at us. You you're looking at us, and I'm gonna let people take. It. I could just write fade on a piece of paper, and then James could take a picture of it, and then we could hold it up and see if y'all could read it. Um, tell us a little something about fade. I said, do you want to take a wheel on this one? Yeah, no, Faith was one that it just, I mean, like all songs we've written, it just started with the guitar part. We just went from there. Um, lyrically, it's more or less just kind of something that like follows you, whether it's like depression, anxiety, or just someone that's like constantly on your back. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a mixture of things. I just kind of shoved them all in one, just went from there. But it was a lot of fun making that one because it was just like, okay, cool, we have all this. And then we just wanted to get a little bit heavier with it. So we put a Super awesome breakdown then, I'd like to think. It's oh. getting, getting real heavy. So we think. Might not be heavy to some people. Yeah, it's probably like blaring scaring some people, but I don't know. All right, ladies and gentlemen. The last selection we're going to listen to today by Divine by Night. First time, too, here in public. Oh, really? Yeah, first time. Uh-oh. Nice official. Wait a minute. Hold on. There's a song release on this hold, one. Hold, hold on a second. You mean to tell me I got a Mr. Fingers exclusive? Oh, my God. Oh, I had to turn the echo on. Mr. Fingers exclusive. 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 100% true. Yep. So, Fade.
Fade. This is the social media world that we live in. Right now, 100%. in this studio, I'm live. We're all three live on Facebook. And these guys are live on Instagram? Instagram. They're going live on Instagram. It's like double social media. It's like live on the gram Inception. while on Facebook. Oh, man. You know what really would have made the internet explode? If I filmed you guys from this side with me in the front and you in the background and caught this and that and oh, had that oh, live had live on Twitter. But had them like face, you could do that, but then all face each other too. Right, and they're all facing each other. So you get that that mirror effect. Yeah. The internet would have blown up. Yeah. Next time <laughs> I have, create a black hole. Yeah. Next time I get you, next time I have you guys on or something. Yeah, we'll, we gotta we'll, do that. We'll have, to, like we'll have to work that out. Well, fellas, this has been a real pleasure. Um, I, you know, when you go into something and you don't really have any background, I knew when I listened to the music, I knew I liked it. Uh, I didn't really have any background. Like, so you don't, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like opening a, a box of, if, if you guys didn't know anything about Cracker Jacks. Yeah. Box of chocolates. Yeah. A lot of it's like a box, a box of chocolates. Of chocolates. Socks and yeah. But, you, you know, it's, it's like, you don't know exactly what you're going to get. And you guys are coming here and you, you, um, you guys have you guys have actually gained the fan to tell you the truth. Well, I haven't I haven't seen you play live, so there's still the ultimate litmus test. But something oh, yeah. tells me if you guys are as dedicated to your craft um, as you are with just just with what I see alone. I mean, dude, anybody that anybody that takes his phone and takes a picture of a handwritten note and then saves it as a cloud, so in case he loses the notebook or the phone gets destroyed and is emailed it to at least eight different people who will not give the information out unless they know the safe word and have a vial of your blood around their neck with a sensitive uh, fingerprint, um, a fingerprint lock, fingerprint yeah, lock scanner. You're right. Yeah. You know, like the whole Mission Impossible thing. No, seriously, I'm impressed with you guys. I, I really am, and I, I wish you guys all luck, and please keep me posted with what you guys have going on. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, and we will definitely shout you uh, from the rooftops all over social media. You know, you always got uh, – you always have uh, a venue to link up in with Mr. Fingers uh, and Indian Unsigned. So I appreciate y'all stopping by. Ladies and gentlemen, James, RJ – of DBN Divine by Night. Oh, you know what I didn't do? We're sitting there talking about social media. We're talking about social media. Shout your social media platforms out, this, man. This is where we get to shamelessly plug ourselves. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, that's what <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing the whole time. Yeah. Um, I see you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, both at Divine by Night, um, Facebook.com slash Divine by Night, and then of course YouTube, you search up Divine by Night, Worthless to Me, Homes, any of those. Be awesome. You can drop us a sub. Yeah, website too, right? We do. Yep, divinebynight.com. Um, emailing list. Yeah, join our mailing list up there. Um, of course, bio, contact information, everything is on the website as well. And links to literally everything iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, the whole nine yards. If you do sign up to our mailing list too, you do also get to see some like exclusive stuff and get an early link to the new songs before everyone else gets released to them to the Republic or. You know, all that fun stuff and just kind of what we're doing. You know what I mean? You to really put some work in on this. Like, you guys, are, you guys are, like, just the two of you are putting this together. Like, this is some stuff you see, like. Except for 2021. Seriously, yeah. it's, it's, it's this is the kind of stuff that you're like, coming soon. The new Justin Timberlake album. I have no idea what I wanted to record. 
So I did a little bit of everything. And that's the entire title of the album. Go to iTunes now and register to get your copy early before anyone else on the same night as the release of Madden 2096. <laughs> How the hell Justin Timberlake has survived this long, we don't know. Do you think the Caps have done it by then? He's immortal. Done it again. What's that? By 2096, do you think the Caps have done it again? Or do you think this is it? <laughs> Dude, honestly, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I, background on me, I'm not from here. I've only been right. living in Northern Virginia for 18 years. But I have... I, I am a long-suffering Georgia sports fan. There have been two sports championships in my entire lifetime. The 1980 uh, University of Georgia. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it properly. The University of Georgia Bulldogs. And I'm going to say it like we say in Georgia. The huge, the, the Ugga Dogs and the 94-95 Atlanta Braves. And I think that's it in my lifetime. So as a long-suffering sports fan, I can empathize with the – I mean, I've I've – been here i've seen the redskins rise and fall and rise and fall and rise and fall <coughs> they've changed quarterbacks more times and they've changed quarterbacks more times than homeless hobos change socks um <laughs> then i watched the bullets turn into the wizards and the wizards just kind of they, ne they never really rose they kind of they kind of like the dude from half baked that wakes up goes to the bathroom comes back and lays down they never really woke up and then the Nationals, who have so much potential and just can't get over the hump. Yep. So I watched this town. Um, I watched this town sports-wise just struggle. And it got to the point where I'm like, come on, you, you can do it. You can do it. So when the Caps beat the Penguins, I was like, oh, snap. And then when they got by the Lightning, I was like, oh, snap. And then they lost the first match. And I was like, "Oh man, I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't do what they do. I hope the I hope the Caps don't. Uh, what is it? The Capitals being the Capitals or whatever it is they call it. Yeah, yeah. But when it looked like they were really going to pull it out, I didn't. I didn't watch a single match. Not because I didn't want to support. I just felt like I didn't want to jinx the team. You know, no shame. Oh yeah, man. You know, like, I, that, that's what everybody in my work was saying. They were like, yeah, <laughs> we just can't get any Redskins fans root for the Caps, or else that curse is going to start." Oh, there's plenty of Redskins fans rooting for the Caps right now. There's people I know that can't even spell hockey. I saw walking around the fair yesterday with Capitals shirts on. So you ask them, you ask them, what does it mean to put the biscuit in the basket? Uh, ain't that what they do at KFC when you order? See, get out of here. You don't know nothing about. And seriously, I did. I tried it three times on Saturday. I yelled out C A P S, and like five people went Caps, Caps, Caps. But everybody was wearing shirts. Okay. Rock bandwagon right party of six your table is ready bandwagon party of oh, six totally your table is ready i'm not denying that i mean oh I'm, okay I'm, well I'm, see I'm at least ball. but here's the thing at least you can admit it dude yeah what, i mean i'm not gonna stand there and, and like i mean okay i watched the out of the five games or no yeah the five games that were played through like the the actual final santa cup final i've watched three of them okay and all three, as a person who's never been into hockey, it was really easy for me to like understand because it's like fast paced and everything. I love obviously fast paced stuff because fast paced is fast paced. I don't know. It's interesting. It's cool. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like the match between Vegas and Caps was just great all the way through and through. And it, it might get me into hockey, but I don't want to say I'm like a Caps fan now, you know? Well, I, I, I can definitely say that. Um, I can definitely say that. Uh, since I've been up here, I've learned more about hockey living up here because 
I didn't even know my home state had a hockey team until I moved up here. And by the time I found that out, they were moving to, it was the Atlanta Flames, and they moved to Cap, uh, to to Canada. They're, they're the Calgary Flames now. I didn't even know Tennessee played hockey, dude. Like, they got the Preds up there, or down there. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. The Nashville Predators, that's right. Texas so, got their team, too. I mean, Pittsburgh, I could believe. So, so yeah, I've uh i've i've adopted a <laughs> hockey team this is because I, I you know i'm a georgia sports fan uh baseball football um i never was i never had a team in basketball until i was stationed in texas and then i used to go to all the san antonio spurs games and that i fell in love with the spurs that became my squad um and so now i have a, 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 in a roundabout way adopted a hockey team just you know i mean i hear about them all. i listen you guys listen to sports junkies at all I, I tune in every now and then um i think his name's tony kaiser where his name is no 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 no, no. this is this is uh you're, you're thinking about the uh the four letter station this is the fm station wjfk um, uh 106.7 fan four guys graduated from u maryland they they anyway yeah, I, I, I know my, my managers listen to them all the time. Yeah, but they are, and just listening, I, I listen to them, I listen to that station pretty much all day. And so I've learned about, you know, TJ Oshie and Kuznetsov and, um, oh, God, all of my friends that are Cats fans would strangle me right now. I cannot for the life of me. Huh? Oh, no, I know yeah. about the great eight. I know about the eighth wonder of the world, you know. <laughs> Brooks Orpic, Tom Wilson. Um, but anyway, yes, C A P S caps, caps, caps. So I, I, I'm, I'm very happy to see this town and it's very long for long, long suffered, uh, and wanted a championship, a championship team yeah. that now has a championship team in town. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for him. And, um, I, I wish them continued, continued, continued success. So either of you guys got anything for the crowd before we sign off for the evening? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks yeah. for watching his Thanks podcast. For Thanks for having us on. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hopefully we'll awesome. come back to your future. Yeah, and, and for those of you that are uh, for those of you that are watching via YouTube right now, um, we're we're those of you watching this live live right now, it's live on Facebook. For those of you that don't understand, it's live on Facebook and then the video is uploaded to YouTube. So thank those of you that don't have Facebook that are checking this out on YouTube as well. James and RJ from Divine by Night. I am your boy, Mr. Fingers, the Mad Karaoke DJ, and uh, we are OUWT out. Holla. Indie and unsigned.